Vape. Hello, AI, hello. And welcome to another podcast. Here we are. What number are we on? I hear zero people murmur. 26. Welcome to episode 26 of Whatever This Is. Hello to everyone on Patreon. You can see me waving because you're watching on Patreon if you're watching. And also, hello into your logos. If you're just listening out and about while you're skinning your ferrets, uh, booting your significant others, or just generally doing housework. Whatever you do while you listen to your, your northern ejats in your logos. Hello. <coughs> right, we're zenning out here because I'm feeling good. Uh, it's been a while. When was the last one I did? Have a quick look. August, mate. August, November. Uh, August the 28th. Got me brew on. Got a few little notes because I want to talk about some things. And I'm going to try not to skip around like... Right, I've just had to cut some of there because I said something mental. Didn't mean it. Right. Hello. Where do I start? Where do you start these things? And this is the pro... This is it. I don't want this to be just like an ADHD podcast where I just talk about that, but when I've got like a few things to say, maybe like, even if it's just like four or five things to say, they're all in my brain and they're all like vying to get to the front. So it's like, it's like Americans in a queue. They're all like pushing me out the way. And then what comes out is just often just a mixture of everything. And it's just, it doesn't make sense. So we're going to slow it down. I'm going to try to be here for like 40 minutes to an hour. So buckle in, because this is going to be fucking brilliant. We can swear on here, because it's Patreon. We can, oh, podcasts or whatever. We could do what we like. It's the Wild West. Uh, right, I've not seen your fridges. What has happened? I've not even, have I even said, yeah, hey, look at this, wait there. For those just listening, I'm about to go behind me and grab something. Straight in, unprofessional, away from microphone. I'm holding up my... <laughs> Thumbnail, look, me uh, plaque, 100,000 subscribers. Um, I did say a little thank you at the end of one of my videos. I, I, I didn't want to do like a specific video for it or anything because I wanted I didn't, I wanted to weed out the stragglers and just get the real dons and donesses at the end of the video to say thanks to, so um, thanks. But I also just would like to say thanks to everyone on Patreon um, for for helping me for making this possible, it's uh, I I don't often stop and sort of take account of what I'm doing here or what's going on, but I did when I got this, and it was a really nice feeling, and I felt proud of it, unashamedly proud, which is something that I'm learning to to deal with. It's an emotion that I'm learning to deal with is being proud because pride comes before a fall, and I always thought you know if you spend too much time like thinking that you've done something mint or that you mint, then the universe will just pull the rug out from under you and be like, ha, there you go, you're not that good, are you? Now take that. So, you know, with me landscaping and me, all my endeavours, I, I often just sort of don't give myself praise for it. But I'm giving myself a little bit of praise for that because I put a lot of hard work in. So I just want to say thanks to anyone who's listening. Big up yourselves. I've got to go put it back on my little mantelpiece now, like some sort of idiot. <laughs> there you are, look. Pride and place. 
proudly displayed in office with all my other bits and pieces. And I did think about this, which is what I'm going to do very soon, is we know we did a, I did a gear room tour for Patreon where I took you around my gear room looking at, and it's not gear room as in like there's like little trays of heroin and little bags of ketamine and all that. It's more, you know, camping gear, outdoorsy stuff. And I'm going to do a little tour of my artwork and me, my finds and stuff like that that I've got in this room and the next I just dotted about the house because there's some interesting stuff that I've gathered over the years and I'd like to show you maybe and it might make an interesting little video for patrons only. So stay tuned for that. And also, yeah, thanks. Uh, phone's going off already. <laughs> home workouts. It's time for your home workouts. No, it's not, mate. And it hasn't been for the last three months. I've used you. I'm bad at it. It's like when I get my little Duolingo th things coming through saying, come on. You're making us sad at Duolingo. We need to be learning Spanish still. I'm like, look, dude, I've got ADHD. That was like a thing. I was doing a hike. I was like, right, I'm going to learn Spanish. I'm going to learn how to walk on my hands. I'm gonna... Never going to do it. Bon appetit. I mean, see, whatever. I could ask for bread, pan. I got quite good at asking for bread or milk, leche. So if you want bread or milk and you're anywhere near Spain, holler at your boy. <laughs> When was the last time I saw you lot, Patreon-wise? Oh, dude, I've got to say, the um, the tattoo tour and the, the tattoo tour that me and Joey D did, for anyone who doesn't know, I did a little tattoo tour of my tattoos um, just to... This is a little video to, to show you what absolute atrocities I've had inked on me for the rest of my days on this spinning shit house. And I asked you guys to send them in, and you did. And sorry for the ones that sent them in a little bit late. I couldn't, we couldn't, there was a few that didn't make it, so sorry about that. But it was a really cool video. Me and Joe just, like, went through your tats. <laughs> and it was funny. Good content. But we can't keep doing that. So I think we floated the idea of you guys choosing a tattoo and then maybe getting my mate James butler to tattoo it on me in here or joey d can draw it on me and then james will tattoo it and we're still going to do that maybe in the depths of winter when we can't go camping and there's not much going on we'll get we'll get inked up and it will turn this studio into a tattoo studio um and yeah the last time i talked to you i was just about to set off on the cumbria way which are back we've done it and which is the cumbria way is just a it's a long distance hike from the South to the north of the Lake District, all the way through it. And me and Fern did that in, I think it was about four or five days. Um, and that was just one of the best hikes ever. Slowing everything down, stopping to smell the roses, not just gunning it, busting my feet up, getting chafed up to, all my nuts getting chafed to bits. Asterix, nut, getting chafed up to bits. It was really cool. Um, and it was sort of like the last, it felt like the last summer hike. Because I'd got a lot in this year. We'd done a lot, of put a lot of miles in on the old Ultra 5s. Um, and I'm going to be doing little reviews of all the pieces of kit that I've used. Because a lot of people are asking me about kit these days. So I have set up a second YouTube channel. It's been going for a bit now, but I'm going to start posting more on there. I've got some bags next to me down here. Because after this podcast, we're going to do a, we're going to talk about rucksacks, backpacks, bags, and uh, pop that on the second channel. So there's something to look forward to if you want to watch me talking about 
rucksacks. And then we went straight from that to, I went on the Fjellraven Classic, which it was, the Fjellraven Classic for anyone who doesn't know, Fjellraven is an outdoor wear, started in Sweden, they do bags, tents, they do some amazing clothes. Have I got any on at the moment? No, oh, this cap, I've got a Fjellraven cap on, there we go. And the guys from Nordic Outdoors invited me to go and hike the Fjellraven Classic. And it's its first time in the UK. They do them all over the world, but it was its first time in the UK. And it was in the Cairngorms in Scotland, in the Highlands. And, uh, mate, what a trip. I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. Because um, I got there, and it was at this old lodge with a, like... Loads of camping space outside. It was people in, like, camper vans. Um, oh, I've got a van as well now. I've got myself a van that I'm going to do up into a camper van because I got rid of my truck, part x it. <clears throat> so stay tuned for camper van conversion videos on my new channel, Camp as Vans. <laughs> um, yeah, so I got there, and I was having a look around. There was this huge, like, Outside the big stately home lodge thing, there was a thing that they called the hunting lodge. And inside it was just littered with deer heads. It was a, it was a medic's wet dream. When I went in there, I was just like, bah, 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 bah. I sort of like started glitching. Couldn't handle it. There's too many medics to be had. I sort of just shut down. My body just logged off. I was like, ah. I was like, what's wrong with Ace? He's like, oh, he's just he's processing the amount of medics he's got to do when he comes back round. I was just... Shoulder was gone like that. I was going, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> too many of them, absolutely riddled with death. <clears throat> but I loved it. And um, I met, who did I meet? J oh, I met Becky from G uh, Girl Outdoors and Jake from Jake's Journey, mate. They're a couple, a young couple, and they both do sort of YouTube and, and stuff like that. And they were in their camper van. There was them two and another lad who I got talking to who was doing it, who'd won a competition. He'd never done out like that. He just won a competition. So it was me, competition winner, Jake and Becky. We were like a squad and we set off on the hike. And because I'd done, and what had I done? I'd done the Cleveland way, the Cumbria way, the South Downs way. Like my, I, I was feeling strong. I was hiking strong. So we just gunned it. And although it is supposed to be a social event and there's like, there's a lot of people, maybe 200 people or something doing this hike. And it's fantastic. I've got a little medley. Shouldn't really, I shouldn't really stand up away from Mike, but that's life. Look at that. You can't see it. Don't matter. My little Fjellraven classic paid look. Nerd shit. So you get all your food sorted out for you. You get a little litter bag. You get a gas canister. You get your little map. They look after you. And then um, you set off. And then all the way through, you've got checkpoints that you get to. And they'll have, like, various bits and pieces, maybe drinks or whatever. And you get your little booklet stamped as you go around. And we set off and we just gunned it. Because there was a section that you weren't allowed to camp in. And we thought everybody's going to get to the beginning of this section and camp there. And it's going to be like Glastonbury and flat pitches were a mint. Like there wasn't many. If you've ever been to Scotland, it's quite wet. And so 
we decided to to gun it through this no camping section. <laughs> so the first day we did a lot, man. We did about 42K. We ended up just hiking in the dark at the end and having to pitch at the side of the track. And my tent, I haven't pitched the Lanshan too like that ever. It looked just like a refugee camp. Um, but it was amazing. What Like when we stopped off in the dark and we pitched at the side of the road, we were like, we were we were burnt out. We were done. We'd, we'd hiked all day. We woke up the next day and literally round the corner was the best of all the checkpoints, which we could have reached on the night. So we ended up getting to this checkpoint at like eight, half eight in the morning. They had everything, mate. It was, they had whiskey, whiskey at eight o'clock in the morning. Yes, please. Doosh, doosh. I even had Becky's. Whiskey, Tunnock's tea cakes, which is a Scottish staple. Iron Brew, another Scottish staple. So they had Iron Brew, whiskey, Tunnock's tea cakes. There was a river there and there was loads of flat areas to pitch as well. So we missed that by literally about eight minutes round corner. We were there just all like in the heather, just all in our little refugee camp. Um, and so we did it pretty much, we probably did it quite disrespectfully quick actually. But I guess you just do these things at your own pace. And yeah, it is a social event, but I met them three and we had such a good time. And we not so much the um, competition winner guy, but with um, Becky and Jake, they're like mates for life now. We had such a good time. And then you get back and you, there's a, a Scottish Cayley in the hut of death. So there was a live Scottish Cayley band playing and everyone was dancing, drinking whiskey. There was uh, haggis, neeps and tatties. And we were all like learning how to dance these Cayleys, which are like choreographed dancing. Like that. For those that can't see me, I'm doing some amazing dancing on the screen. Um, and it was just a mint night. I had a, such a good time. So I'm probably going to be going to that again next year so if anyone wants to get involved with it I would do it was its first one and it was run so professionally and everyone did such a good job so if you're into that sort of thing get on board and you might and I'll have a dance with you at the end <laughs> if you like <coughs> what else have I been up to uh, this is just the section where I tell you what I've been up to this is just like a long it's not really a podcast is it it's just like a voice note from your mate and I'm your mate and then uh, I've just been chilling and looking after myself, really. But then I get, every now and again, I'll go off rails a bit. And speaking of going off the rails a bit, my mate Matt Morgan, shout out Matt Morgan, um, had a, did a live podcast in Manchester. Uh, and he, he sort of just, he texted me, he's like, oh, are you up for doing a live podcast with me and Nico, which is his friend Nico. He's a, an actor, an all-round good guy a podcaster, he has a podcast, I think on Patreon or out in the wild, go check it out, Nico Chalilovitz, I don't know his second name properly, he was like, are you up for doing a live podcast next weekend, and this was like on a Tuesday or something, and for me, next week, no, the next, uh, we got our dates mixed up anyway, um, he was like, right, I'm in Manchester filming, and we're looking to do a live podcast in Manchester, I said, leave it with me, contacted um, the people at Northern Monk, my mates, and there's a there's a Northern Monk in Manchester, so I organised getting the, the the 
you know, conference room. It's not really a conference room. It's just like a space down in the down downstairs at the Northern Monk. It's a really cool space. So I managed to book that in for the Saturday, and we did a live podcast. I don't know if anyone of you lot were there. Like, if there's a crossover between you and Matt and stuff. So <laughs> if there is, firstly, I'd like to apologise and say sorry. And then I'd like to also say, but it was a good time on it. I had a mint laugh. And, yeah, so it was just, we're in the Northern Monk thing. We'd set up a table a little bit like this. So we were all three of us sat in a row. And Matt said it was like we'd, um, you know, like one of our loved ones had gone missing and we were doing a plea to get them back. Please, if you're out there and you're listening, just come back. You are loved. It was a bit like that. Or like one of them, like, you know, like a footballers conference. Like you've just lost 5-0 to Germany and you've all got to sit in a line and be like, oh, yep, sorry, we'll do better next time. It was a bit like that. But we had all the microphones. There was quite a few people turned up as well. But as is, <laughs> as often happens, right, if I'm in a real good mood, then I'm, I sometimes just get on, I'll just be like, I get carried away, and I got carried away. Like, people were buying me drinks, and I couldn't, like, once I'm about, I think, three or four pints deep, especially on that Northern Monk gear, that's it. All bets are off. And all bets were off. Which is good times. If you're just hanging out with your mates and that, it's good times, isn't it? But when you're, like, there to do a podcast... I felt like I let, well, I didn't let Matt down because it's, it's sort of like, he, he's brilliant at it and he just carried the whole thing. I wasn't, I was just more of a liability, I think, than anything else, which I didn't plan on being, but that's just how it is. <laughs> but it was nice to meet everyone afterwards, had a right good laugh. And because I'm in such a good place, it just felt all felt mint. I just felt mint about it, even though I was a bit of a... Um, a liability. I just felt great about it. So you deal with me. That's that. And Matt might be having another one. We talked about maybe doing one down south. And if that is the case, I'm going to be on my best behaviour and actually contribute to the podcast more than just staring off into the middle distance and occasionally shouting swear words. So apologies to anyone who was there, but also Webs. It was a great laugh. And made me think, like, I wonder if I... I don't think I could carry a live podcast. But if I did a live podcast, it would be shit, wouldn't it, I think? Just for you lot. I think it would more be... I could do it, but it'd be more just a Q&A and interaction. So I'll just sit and we'll all just sit and have a laugh and chat together. Because I can get the Northern Monk spaces in Leeds or Manchester. And we could all do it, couldn't we? (laughs) As long as you promise not to murder me and turn me into a tinder basket or something like that. Juice smoothie, because the jitter juice is not my friend. I've realised that. I was drinking too much coffee. So I just have one. One of a morning and that's it. Otherwise I don't sleep and my brain's all of a shant. What else have I been doing? Uh, I've been down to... I went down to Worthing to see Furnage. As someone, uh, if anyone else is does have ADHD, you'll know that you can't handle, like, surprises. So if someone's like, oh, this is, I've got a surprise for you, your brain's like, nah, mate, not feeling it. It's a tough gig. Um, and so after this, <laughs> after Matt's podcast debacle of me just being a bit of a liability, not a liability, just got into it. We, I was a good laugh. We had a good laugh. Everyone 
And it was meant to meet everyone. And if there is anyone listening who was there, I'll send you all the love because you made me feel real cool and nice. And like, it just all flowed brilliantly. And it was like a really nice little community that Matt's got over there on his Patreon. And if you're not a member of it, then go check it out. He's got a right nice little community. It's a big community though. So obviously you're going to get like, you're going to get a few waifs and strays slipping in. But on a whole, lovely people. Not waifs and strays who went to the live thing, but he's got a few. What do they call it when there's a cuckoo in the nest? There's some of that going on over there, but we'll talk about it. Um. So yeah, done that. I've gone to Matt's. I've gone. To, I stopped fidgeting with your nose. I don't, I've stopped fidgeting quite a bit of late. I'm I'm in a good place, so fidgeting's down to a minimum. He says, "I'll watch his back." I'll be like that. So yeah, I went down to see Fern, and on my way down, she's like. Right, um, what time are you going to get here? She was really keen to know what time I was going to get there. I was like, well, it'll be about half seven at night because it's a long way. It's about five or six hours drive from me. Bearing in mind, like, my brain was still a bit foggy from uh, going out in Manchester. So I was just like, I want to get there. Been driving six hours. Just want to chill. We'll eat some food, chill out. And she's like, right, okay. And I should have known there was something going on. She was like, "What is? what's your favourite drink to drink, like, if you're, you know, if you're partying or you're doing it like that? I was like, I don't know. I'll maybe have a whiskey ginger if I'm feeling a little bit fruity. So anyway, got to hers, and she opened the door, all nicely dressed and that, with a whiskey ginger in her hand. I was like, oh, no. Summit's up. Summit's going down. And all the house is sort of, like, darkish. <laughs> and... Uh, She's like, I'll come through here, through the kitchen. And then the back door was closed and I was thinking, oh no, something's not right. And then we're like, you know, you're quickly quickly sort of like peddling through like um, scenarios in your head of what it could be. And I was thinking, oh, maybe she just like set up a table, like a candlelit table through here. And then that's going to be like some sort of mad romantic meal, which is equally as weird. But then (laughs) she opened the door, right? And bear in mind, like I had not, because we're only in the early stages of our relationship. I'd not met any of her friends or family or anything. And there was literally, oh, there were so many people, about 15 people and her dad all in there, all like people on their knees. I opened the door, party poppers off, music blasting. Everyone was just like, me singing, like, because it was my birthday and Fern missed my birthday. And so I think she felt bad for that. So there was like happy birthday banners up party food all made and uh, you know when you just don't know anyone or, and you've been out partying in Manchester and you open the door and then there's people like hey I'm surprised just like what the fuck and then and then people were like that's Fern's dad over there so I was like eyeballing thinking oh my god it's the dad it's the dad it's the dad and then everyone else is just like milling around I don't know anyone so I got like a pr- surprise party thrown for me and I didn't uh with people I don't even know. Like, the surprise is, I don't know anyone. Also, everything else is a bit of a surprise. And there's a video of it, if I could show you, but it's not really the, I can't, how can I show you it? There's a video of me coming through the door, party poppers go off, and you can see, like, if it slowed it down, I'm just like, ah, like moving like that, like something off the Matrix, and then just trying to climb through Fern to get away. Because you, when I hear banging and that, I don't know. What, they're lucky I didn't just you know, stun grenade them all, close door, start taking them out one by one. Because, you know, all training kicks in, doesn't it? 
When it's dark and party poppers are going off, they're lucky they didn't all get fucking KO'd. Uh, but it, <laughs> once the initial shock had worn off and I'd met everyone and met dad, it was really cool. Um, just lit the, like, they had the little chimney lit in the back garden and I sat and had a real good chat with my dad and that. And it was a lovely evening and a good, it was good to be chucked in deep end in end. Enjoyed it. And then what else have I been doing? I've just been enjoying doing my bushcraft as well. I've been enjoying going to the woods and slowing everything down. Um, and I've been really enjoying making videos of my time, but not talking. I've only done it twice on two videos. And I know a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people are like, I get a lot of, someone just said, for fuck's sake, make longer videos. I've had people just like, this is good and all, but I prefer the waffle. It's like, Mate, I've just given you a full summer of some of the biggest waffles you could... Like, you've come with me on, you know, like five or six days hikes where there is no drone shots or beautiful scenery or arty stuff. It's just basically me chatting shit for ages. And it's been that after that after that, like long-distance hike, long-distance hike, chatting shit, chatting shit. And then you want to change the... I wanted to change the pace just to keep it interesting for me, otherwise I get bored and then I can't get enthusiastic about stuff and I was really looking forward to slowing down the pace and conveying like a change in the scenery, in the se uh, seasons, slowing it down, doing some bushcraft, just appreciating it and then people are like, nah mate. They don't even say like, thanks for all the other waffle, they're just like, this isn't, this isn't the one, Paul, come on. You need your talking. And I get it, I do get it, but I have to do what I want to do sometimes because otherwise it, if it doesn't keep it interesting for me, then I can't do it. I find it difficult. And I love the process of filming. So I, I recently went out and did a... I built a lean-to shelter and a fire and stuff. And it was only a 10-minute video, but I absolutely loved it. And taking away the, the, the talking element means that I don't have to sort of just waffle shit. I can just focus on getting my getting like the, the shots that I need and then spending more time just enjoying it and you know changing my own pace and I liked it and some uh, you know a lot of the feedback was good and people say that it's quite relaxing uh, Rachel Gillis said it was zen or she said a feeling of zen so some people like it and I, I, I like it so I'm going to keep doing it every now and again I'm not just going to turn my channel into a complete ASMR festival ASM assholes are us, but once every couple of months, I might do a video like that where just it's more like arty and chilled out because I can get more creative in the editing and stuff and I like it guys, so please bear with me when I drop them sort of videos and know that I will be waffling again. I'm waffling now, <laughs> here we are, we're doing some waffling and I will be doing some long distance hikes. I was going to be doing... A, a, a pretty long, well, a, a two-week hike, a pretty beastly one. And I thought, I'll do it in winter. And then I realised that it gets dark at five o'clock. And I don't want to be stuck in my tent every night from five o'clock till whenever, because it's just not good. It ain't good for me, that. Um, and it just wouldn't give the best... I wouldn't be able to portray the walk or the hike as, as, as good as it should be if it was always dark. So I've put that on the back burner... And me and Fern are going to do it in spring. 
spring slash, no, yeah, spring, like late spring 2023, we're going to do that together, like a two-week hike, so that would be cool. And then, so for this, for winter, mate, I'm just going to do me. Sorry to everyone who's listening who likes the long-distance hikes and stuff, but I'm just going to be doing a lot of bushcraft and a lot of solo wild camping in the mountains in various tents and stuff that I've got. Because there's tents I've got that I've not used for a while and that need a dusting off. And they need to get out and up there. And I'll also be, stay tuned, I'm going to be giving away my Hilleberg um, Alak 2. That's coming up soon, so stay tuned for that. You, I'm going to raffle it off. There's a chance to, to win it. There will be a chance to win it because I'm, I no longer have a drone or a GoPro and I need to get some funds for them, so I'm going to raffle it off. And it's not just for that. It's not just like, oh, I need the money to get a drone and a, and a GoPro, which I do, but that tent has served its time. It's full of memories for me and it's time to move on from their memories. And I'll talk more about it when I when I do the actual video because I'm going to take it out for one last hurrah. I'm going to get it up into Lake District. We're going to get up top of the highest mountain we could find and we're going to like do a proper wild camp in it and say goodbye to it properly. So stay tuned for that. If you're into that sort of stuff, there'll be plenty of waffling and I might even crack a few beverages, do a bit of a beer review. And so that's it, mate. I'm just... I feel like I'm just going to be slowing down a little bit, coming into winter, hibernation mode, just not putting pressure on myself to do too many long-distance hikes and keep me noodle in the place that it's been in, which is a good place. And when my noodle's in a good place, I have consistency. Um, just the Consistency is key with everything, with all my good habits and stuff. So we're going to keep on with that and try and keep my noodle afloat over winter. And I'll take you along for the journey with me. We'll do more podcasts. Because if the weather gets shitter out there, I'm just going to be coming into the studio and doing like gear reviews, podcasts, and bits and pieces. Whatever I could do, so long as my noggin allows. I always say about getting guests on Dota, but I've had some really interesting chats with people who might want to come on. Like people want to come on. I just struggle with format of it. It works with me and Joey D sat here side by side, doesn't it? Because he's my mate who I've known for years and years, and you can sit here, but getting like, imagine if I got someone else just round to my house and be like, come in, sit next to me here, talk to that camera, you're on the podcast. I'll get Fern in, she's literally next door in there working with fire on all nice and warm. Could be like, come on, Fern, sit here. Would anyone like that? Get Fern on a podcast, because she's got like, we could talk about foraging and, and all that sort of stuff, that'd be quite cool. Anyway, right, I'm going to read a poem. We're going to end it. Oh, no, we're going to do positive news. Positive news first. I don't know what's going on with positive news. I've just smash open website. I've not chose anything. Uh, let's have a quick look. Why gratitude is good for us and five ways to practice it in winter. Do you know what? That is a sign because I've just been saying, I was saying to Fern the other day, like, there's, so there's, so I live in a village and there's a little church in this village and we went in it not so long back. It's just like a tiny little church. It's nice. And I'm not a religious, but I'm sat there and I was thinking, and I just 
was like grateful. I just practiced gratitude. I was sat there thinking, going like, I'm thankful for like everyone in my life. I'm thankful for my health. I'm thankful for my noggin's good. I'm thankful, like just being thankful for everything. And it felt mint. And like before what I was saying about my uh, like YouTube plaque and about not being able to, I don't know, like, not good at taking like compliments or anything like that. Like be, my way of dealing with all that is giving gratitude, being grateful for it helps it sort of balances it out. Cause I, I am really always grateful just to be here, just to be alive. I'm grateful for it. So I've been practicing gratitude a lot and maybe this winter is a winter of gratitude. I've not even read the article and that's that. Should we have a little delve into it? Delve boy. There's a nice picture of a girl sat on a beach who looks very grateful to be sat on a beach. For many people, winter can be uh, can bring on a case of the blues. Science shows that while it is not a fix-all, naturing... Gra- <sighs> Sorry that I can't read, everyone, but we all know this anyway. Nurturing gratitude can help shift our attention to what's positive. That's exactly what I've been saying. For some, it's instincts. Others have to practice it. But giving thanks in good... Right, here we go. This is me. I'm going to read the best I've ever read in my life because how have I got a podcast where I read stuff where I can't fucking read? It's ridiculous. Right. For some, it's instinct. Others have to practice it. But giving thanks is good for our bodies, minds and our relationships. I should have themed this particular episode on uh, gratefulness and being thankful because that's how I'm feeling at the moment, practicing gratitude. I used to be just like, like, when things would go good, this has been like, I've been doing this for years, like things would start going good in my life or I'd have a run of like feeling happy and then I'd be like, well, I need to do something. So I'd maybe just do like a marathon for charity or I'd give something to someone or do something like that just to... Just to tell the universe that I am thankful and grateful for how things are. And that's how I'm feeling at the moment. I feel so... I'm I'm just very grateful to be a human being alive. Scientists at the University of California, Berkeley, who studied more than 1,000 people aged between 8 and 80 found that those who consistently practiced gratitude enjoyed a host of benefits. Physically, these had stronger immune systems, were less bothered by aches and pains, and enjoyed better sleep. At the same time, physiological benefits included feeling more joy and pleasure, experiencing more optimism, and being happier. On the social side, they were more helpful, generous, and compassionate. And they even reported feeling less lonely and isolated. Well, there you go. So that's good, isn't it? That's good positive news. So if you're feeling a little bit whatever, get yourself, be practice a little bit of gratitude. And I know it sounds fucking all hippie shit. I know that. But let me guide you through the quagmire of hippie shit as best I can. Because I am a hippie. And anyone who says they am is going to get a spinning headbutt to the fucking neck. All right? Because I'm not a hippie. <laughs> there. I just, you know, I just uh, seem like one because I spout a lot of shit. 
but I'm not a hippie and I'm actually just started reading a book that my mate um, recommended me about woo-woo. In fact, this is book club. I'll, I'll, rec- I'll, uh, I'll tell you what it is because it's really good and the audio book's great. It's called Why Woo-Woo Works by David R. Hamilton, PhD. And it basically just breaks down, you know, like crystals, meditating, all the hippie stuff, but it breaks down the science behind it and why it, why it actually does work in some senses, but all, you know, science-based. It's very good, and I recommend it, and particularly the audio podcast, because he's got a lovely Scottish voice. He sounds like a hobbit. Um, yeah, so let's... Practicing gratitude... And it doesn't have to be for anything other than that you're just alive or maybe that you don't have syphilis or that you've got feeling in your fingers or anything. Because, you know, sometimes when you get, I've said it before, when you get attacked by midges or when you have toothache or whatever, you at that at that moment in time, you just want anything other than to be getting attacked by midges. So you could sit here now and just be grateful, practice gratitude that you're not getting your eyes, ears and dick or tits chewed off by midges. Just little things like that. I mean, I've not done a good example there. And I've, you know, I've backed myself into a corner. I've reacted with the old midgey thing and I regret it. Mainly just practice gratitude. People in your life, the fact that you're a fucking living, breathing organism on this, in this endless space, that's pretty cool. Be grateful for that. Um... Because it's so easy, in it, to be negative and to be like, oh, the fucking, you know, it's, it's, we're living, it's, it's crazy times and it's, it's easy to always think the glass is half empty and like the world's against you because I don't want to get political, but this government does make it hard for you, doesn't it? It is making it hard at the moment, man. It's kicking my fucking ass, but you just got to look at the positive sides of it and be grateful and practice gratitude for the positive things. And then they sort of manifest themselves and they shine brighter than the negative things. And you really can trick yourself into having a better life. <laughs> Look at me, I've done it. Um, right, I will, let's, that's good then. Positive energy, much love to everyone. I'm going to finish on this poem um, by William Ernest Henley. And it's a poem that my mate sent to me who I don't see a lot. And he was my best friend for many years growing up. And uh, he went... I don't know when we're going to reconnect again, but he went to the jungles of Peru and did ayahuasca. And I don't think he's been the same since, poor lad. But I love him. <laughs> I love him with all my heart. And we are going to connect together in the future. I'm going to even get him on podcast because he's a very, very interesting man. You know, he's traveled all over the world. He's, he's, he's not lived by, you know, the normal rules for a long time. He's been his own man and someone that definitely shaped my life and definitely... Um, inspired me many times to be a better person. And so I just want to dedicate this to him. I mean, he doesn't listen, but he's had a a rough few years. I know that. And and even though I know he doesn't listen, I want to just send this out there and just send him love. And um, Bud, I love you. Absolutely love you. But he sent me something just randomly in emails, like uh, telling me that I was in his dream they had a dream about me and he sent a nice message and then he was like, oh, and it reminded me of this poem and he just put a little poem at the end of it. So we're going to rock this and then I'm going to love you and leave you. Also, I've not read this yet. I've not practiced it. So it's going to be, I'm going to be stuttering and stumbling over it like a buffoon. But let's go. 
Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. Ah, it's spent too long saying unconquerable. Right, I've got this. Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. Oh, actually, just a bit of a back note. He'd said, oh, this is something that uh, Nelson Mandela had read to himself over and over when he was in prison. So there's a little bit of a backstory for you. Also, pausing so that I can get unconquerable drilled into my mind. Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever God may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced, nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeonings of chance, my head is bloody but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade, and yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll, I am the master of my fate and the captain of my soul. That was fucking brilliant. All right, I'll send you all now, but love, I'll see you soon. Take care of yourselves. Bye for now. Goodbye.